Um, welcome to the Learning to Lose podcast. Patrick Ridge. Billy Bob. Jordan Woodrum. Billy Brandenburg. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have Jordan here. It's crazy. Like, Jordan's going to be the night manager at Graceland. Did he tell Woo! you? Did he tell you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, his story, I mean, his story is really cool. He he found, can you just sort of kind of run us through like how you found me and the whole process or the whole thing? Yeah. <clears throat> One second. So, um, well, I mean, actually, before we do that, <clears throat> we just finished our Sermon on the Mount meeting in the common area here downstairs in the basement of Graceland. Uh, we did a mock meeting upstairs where we kind of put Rudy on blast a little bit. Have you, have you been paying attention at all to what's been going on with Rudy and Wickham? No. Rudy basically like put like just a pretty much attacked her online yesterday. Wait, who attacked who? Uh, Wickham attacked Rudy. I mean, he didn't attack her. He just, you know, why I hate Rudy part one, part two, fucking she's distracting in the workplace. She doesn't acknowledge my feelings. Just a lot of, uh, like non-solution based like you know feelings out there what but she's an easy one to blast right yeah i mean i could blast her too but i'm not going to really yeah well you know she watched the video she saw her part she apologized we put her on the group today and we're like we put her in the hot seat tonight upstairs. We're going to be doing groups here. You, you, uh, you were there the whole time. Yeah. You tell us what happened. All right. So, uh, basically we're just almost going through like a situation, like what's going to be happening on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Um, and what, like basically just in a group setting, we're all going to be holding each other accountable. And in a way, like, pretty much just like we work around the room, we check in with everybody and like, we're all going to be living together. So there's house issues. And naturally when you're this close to people, then things are going to be brought up. Like if you saw like somebody didn't do their dish earlier, if you saw like, or even if there's tension in the house between like relationships and, uh, apparently like there were some real life scenarios that yeah. happened today. And I, I don't know the full extent, but I did see some things like on TikTok and stuff. So I kind of uh, got the gist of it. You know, I had to do my homework before I even showed up here. What, you know what, what I mean? What, I read ahead a little bit. What did you see? Um, I, I saw that apparently Wickham, and I don't even know him that well. So, but I, I'm going to say it, said that he used the word hate referencing to Rudy. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? And um, I saw your follow up and I, uh, saying like you know we can say things like yeah it's all about like posting the good and the bad right but like he used the word hate so it has a definitely has like a negative connotation to it but um he wasn't in the solution right nor was he looking at his part he was just yeah yeah just on some like vengeful shit which i don't really ever want to be I mean, I might even put someone on blast, meaning like I'll just show them on a freak out like I have with, you know, Astrid or whatever. But I'm not like saying this woman, I hate this woman. 
Right. Like, no, like we're all flawed. And this is just something that she did in my house that, that wasn't cool, but I don't want her to, I don't wish harm. I don't want to like hurt her. Although that post might be upsetting to her, but I didn't really say anything bad about her. I just showed what she did. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, yeah, that's the thing. Even though like something was directed at her, like we got to look at our part in every situation, right? Yeah. So, you know, there were some things that may have happened first that, you know, that were addressed and that, you know, she had to look at her part in things, which like in every situation we all do. So I just brought up why she's starving for male attention. We, we, we talked about that. You're always making it about you. You're, you're, you're like yesterday. She was in there like doing a dance and just cr- She's just always looking for the, to be, to, to get attention and she's bored and she just wants to, it's like, I'll be having a conversation with someone and like, I'll, she'll be over there talking about like, fuck, why can't I do this? It's like, could you just figure that out and not like bring us all into it? I love her to death. She's super talented and creative and she has a hundred days sober and like what 24 year old like hot chick with a hundred days sober isn't going to be acting that way. Right. But what did she do? just so I know what'd she do that pissed everyone off? Well, she didn't piss everyone off. It just pissed Wickham off. What'd she do? Um, she laughed apparently when he was expressing his like some, uh, just depression about some ex and, uh, he was just, uh, going through he was talking about his suicidal tendencies and she kind of like was like you're still upset about that it happened a year ago i I, to be honest with you i'm pretty sure he just misinterpreted her her reaction and then also she she went outside while he was on the phone with his therapist and he was like could you go inside and she was like yeah what's the big deal and then she went inside and she was like, were you talking about me with my therapist? And he was like, yeah. And she's like, well, you probably shouldn't talk about me with, and, and, and then he was like, you're just fucking, he's like, you're just so untreated and sick and like, you're not doing steps. And like, he fully has a part in it. She has a therapist? No, he was on the phone with his oh, therapist and okay. she came outside. He has a psychiatrist and a therapist. I think Rudy could definitely use a therapist. Well, that's kind of what happened today, right? Like we grouped her a little bit. I mean, look, I'll just show you the, the, the post, Billy, since you're like way out of the loop these days. Oh, there's that fucking sound again. We're talking about how Rudy craves male attention or attention in general. I think we all do. It's disruptive. Sometimes that craving attention, it's okay to to, to want to have validation, but the problem is when it's starting to disrupt. Like you just getting up and dancing, but like when we're having a conversation and then you doing that can be distracting and unnecessary. And then we wonder why Wickham so before I even ask Wickham his thing, I just want to give you an opportunity. Get honest or just speak your piece and what you, you're aware of it. Or are you working on it? Or It's not like I don't know that I'm doing it and that I don't feel bad after I've done it. It's kind of like watching a tidal wave hit a beach. Tidal wave hitting the beach you have no control over. What do you do with yourself? That's what it feels like is what I'm saying. It's not like the reality of it. But th- but that's why you get a thousand words for leading, leaving an item out. That's why we're making you be super. We're talking about how. 
Get it? Yeah, but she's getting a lot of attention just by doing that. But uh, anyway, I got it. I get it. I got it. But like, so did you hear what Prosser said? No. He, he's on the podcast next, by the way. Oh, cool. He said a tidal wave you have no control over. Right. But like, you're, 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 you're basically, so basically what you're saying is you have no control over your emotions. That's bullshit. So we're going to help her try to be more aware of what she's doing and when she's doing it. And then maybe she can try to stop it. Cool. Um, so that happened. I wonder if I, instead of him just telling us where he came from, if I could ask him. Yeah. I love it. Are we back to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we like, still on Rudy? No, no, we're, 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 we're back. We're on that. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, just just so you know, I'm having a, a little bit of a conflict in my head because there. I don't want to talk shit about poor Rudy. I feel bad because, like you said, she's got a hundred days sober. She's 24. It seems like all she's interested in is either working or getting attention, mm-hmm. and won't do anything else at all whatsoever. Mm. And like, what do you need her to do, dude? I walked into her bathroom. I'm like shocked. Wow. And she never does a dish. I mean, you know, I'm cool with it because she doesn't make a lot of messes and I'll do the dishes and clean or whatever, but I'm starting to feel more bad than upset for her. Like, anyway. Like, like maybe she needs to like be living here and be a part. She might need some structure or something, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you want to talk about like a real solution? And the thing is, she's like, I she was giving me her psychology, and I'm like thinking, if you have your own place, girl, you're gonna have to buy toilet paper, you know? Like, and anyway, psychology like, about what? About why her room is a wreck, and Martha opened the door, and she was hoping she didn't. I feel like I'm gossiping here. God bless you, Rudy. No, you're not. This is what we do. It's all out in the open. We're being transparent. Well, whatever. She lives like a fucking pig, and I, it's like shocking. That's all. Are you all roommates? Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah, so it's, it's bothering you. And not so much because she has her little space, but I, you know, I have a judgmental mind, and I got to combat that all the time. Plus, she gave me some grief, and I didn't even want her there in the first place. There was a whole thing about hold that. Hold up. By the way, this is my sponsor. He has like 20 fucking five years sober. All right. And he's like the spiritual humble. I don't know if you should. I don't know if that's true. No, he's But got, I'm in recovery. <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's my co-host on this podcast, and he didn't know how to send an email like six months ago. I mean, yeah. like I, 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 I heard him sharing and... I was attracted to his like humility and he has something I don't, we're like almost opposites you can probably tell, but he's got, so we balance each other and like, um, we, we, we work steps and, um, that's who Billy is. I don't even know if you know that or no, I had no idea. Right. But I mean, I mean, yeah. what, what's yeah. your name again? My name's Jordan. Jordan. Okay. My best friend's name is Jordan. Um, so I'm gonna start asking you. So, where did they find you? How'd you I, end up here? I found them on TikTok. Okay, are yeah. you in recovery? I am. And were you following them for a while, or how how that happen? So, 
who followed him first was my friend, um, my friend Amber. And she, she knows that I'm in recovery mm-hmm. and you know, like when she hears, like when she sees people that are so like, we all have those people in our lives, right. That like, that aren't sober, but are really dear to us. So whenever they think of recovery, whenever they meet somebody sober, they could be like, yo, my homie's sober. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, like if, when she sees sober people, she thinks about me and she started following you all on TikTok, like religiously, you know, following what I mean? you or no, them? we, no, we, we, we followed each other. Me. Oh, you. Okay. Yeah. No, you, following learn to lose following you. Pat, Billy. Yeah. You're a part, he, all yeah. of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, him too. Yeah, no, exactly. I haven't yeah. posted in so long, so but, whole, yeah. whole, but not on TikTok. but she's, she's listened to the podcast. She sits oh. in on the meetings. You know what I mean? She's like oh, really? fully involved. Wait, I'm not Amber, even, do I know her? She lives in Kentucky. That's where I'm from. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Billy. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, this is amazing. It's amazing to me that like that there's that anybody is getting anything out of what we're doing. It's pretty well. It's a trip because she's not sober, but she's into it. So she was one of those people that actually quit drinking on her own to better her own life for two years, and just recently started drinking again. Uh-huh. So I mean, I, on those two years, you know, she she learned some things and. A lot of those things are probably a lot of the principles that she hears from this stuff. You know what I mean? So cool. yeah, she basically, she just, she started following when she started following, she started, she started learning all the relationships that go on <laughs> with, you know, the family and like stuff like that. And she just starts to like, she got, she got invested, you know what I mean? And she told me, she's like, she says that to herself when like, she's down, she's like, you need to learn to lose or she'll sit in on the sermon in the Mount meeting which she did tonight. She's the meeting last night. She was on it the entire time on live last Monday or last Monday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she, and it helps her, you know what I mean? And, um, knowing that I'm sober and knowing that I'm all the way across the country in LA, uh, she just started sending me, sending me the TikToks, And, you know, I, I, I started watching and like, I saw that the house opened and like, this is how crazy it is. Like in my head, like, I was out of a job and um, before I knew it, like all I, it took one email and before I knew it, like they were willing to even like not only email me back, but interview me, which was like in my life, like things like that don't always happen. And you know, what's so crazy. I, we get a lot of emails. So it's like, I don't know how it like happened so quickly. And when we met him, it was just like obvious. He's just like, it's a vibe. It's, you can just tell that like he's on the level. So I was actually just thinking about that. I was thinking about like, yeah, just how the universe or God or however you want to say it just kind of works out. Things just sort of fit into place eventually, you know? How long have you been here? LA? Yeah. Five, like five years. A little over five years. Sober. 16 months on the first. What were you doing? This past run? Yeah. Alcohol, Xanax. GHB, um, mass psychosis brought me in. So you were sober before and you went out again? Yeah. How long were you sober before? Uh, since I've been in LA, um, the last sobriety before that was like 10 months. How have you ever got over a year or so? Well, now you have over a year. Yeah. So did you ever have any long-term sobriety? I did. Yeah. I had just about 20 months when I lived in Kentucky. How old are you? 30. Yeah. Yeah, You look young. 
Um, well, that's young, but cool. Yeah. So, wow. One email and here you are. So, so you emailed me. Yeah. And, and what'd you say? You know, it might've just been how he worded the email. Uh, I just forwarded it to fucking, what'd you say? You said, what'd you say? So at the, so I knew that I just got one of my friends into treatment and you know, I started the email off with just saying like, like basically at the very least, like I know somebody who needs it. Mm. He's in residential treatment right now. And I don't know what his options are for sober living after that. And I was like, and by the way, like I'm looking for actively looking for a live in house manager job right now, just, just in case you all were interested. And it was like, right after that, I was sending my resume. Did, did, did you, did we post anything about needing a live in house manager? No, I, it was just yeah. like, I saw the email, I saw the place and I was like, I didn't know if I was the first person to even think of that. You know what I mean? But yeah. no, we get a lot of people saying they want to help and shit, but not everyone's sober or knows what it's like to be a part of a structured sober living. And, but, but t can you want, can, will you tell us a little bit about like your story? Cause I think Billy will trip on it. Yeah. Like my first, like, like just like what the introduced fucking, me to the steps and no, like the cocaine trafficking. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, that's <laughs> what, that's what introduced me right, to this. Right, so, right, right, right. um, yeah, I'd been sell. I'd been, I started off selling weed and then one day like they came to me and I feel like I got demoted almost. Cause they were like, yo, like we have this white stuff and these blue pills. Um, and they were like, we, we think, you know, you do great selling. <laughs> So wait, so you hooked up with some dealers or suppliers right. and how old were you? How long ago was this? When I started, I was, I was just over 18. So you just happened to know these people who had a steady supply and, and you were started selling for so them? So I got a DUI when I was, uh, I got two DUIs by the time I turned 18 and I met some, I met a dude in jail in my local jail and he cut my hair. He was pretty cool. And I got out and that's, that's who the supplier was. So I had a rapport with him, you know, like I, I, I was like, Oh man, this guy, like, I like this guy and I know this guy likes me. So like, I know he's got the, I've, I know he's, I know he probably hooked me up with some weed and my friend just got caught selling weed. So I'll just take over all of his business. And, and, it, and I hit him up and it, it was like, no one else ever thought to hit that guy up. And, and that's how I got, that's how I, that's how I started. Are you a fan of little peep? I love little peep. Okay. I, yeah. Did you talk to Wickham at all? No, no. Did you see him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys are gonna vibe. Yeah, he's cool. As so fuck. the crazy thing about Lil Peep is, is uh, his birthday is the day before mine, mm. and I actually overdosed on either the same day or the day after he did. Wow. Yeah. So you're into Suicide Boys. Yeah. Who else? Uh, like in general. Sorry, we're gonna get back to the thing. Yeah, I just that's want cool. Any listeners who are like, uh, yeah. Little Peep's a rapper, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. This is, he, is this is actually low key gearing up to be like a one of our best podcasts, I think, because it's starting to shape. I think this podcast is starting to take shape, right? Because now we're in this house uh -huh. and we can really start focusing more on like recovery, which mm -hmm. is kind of what this should be. But I mean, we're going to be able to do I wanna, all I want an option to do whatever we want. Which yeah. yeah, no, I'm just whatever, fuck all that. This is just a really good one. Okay. I think this is going to be a good one. <laughs> Yeah, so Lil Peep, uh, XXX, yeah. Tentacion, um, Juice World's a man. Um, you know, my company filmed like Rolling Loud and like a bunch of like, have you? Did you that's my favorite. Like, yeah, of I, course. Like when I watched, like when I used to show people Lil Peep, 
I used to show him rolling live loud. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. he was wearing that giant chain and that pink shirt, and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites." Oh, is that the dude you were kind of obsessed with for a minute? No, no, that's somebody else. Um, post a, Post Malone. No, 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 the really weird guy with the bowl cut. Oh, that's fucking six nine. Oh. <laughs> See, I fuck with I fuck with six nine because of that reason. Because no, out of all those dudes, he's in my mind like the most ballsy and the most punk rock. But let me ask you this: Do you know of like No Effects or Lagwagon or Strung Out or Not yet? So like, like Lagwagon is 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 like ghost main's favorite group and i was my, listening to ghost main today yeah i'm yeah. sure you were yeah. <laughs> okay but like the shit that influenced all those dudes you know is the shit i fuck with and i i i it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to not go to the like that shit's better thing because i i respect all this stuff but to make this kind of music that you like that i respect you don't really need to know how to play an instrument well. But the music that those fools were influenced by, like Lagwagon and No Effects and Strung Out and even like Blink-182 and, you know, like we're talking about like real songwriting and real like chord progressions and like, you know, artistic, not that this shit isn't artistic, but like, you know, lyrics and... um just being able to actually sing really well and harmonize and um it's hard for me because i want to fuck with all this shit like i want to fuck with little peep and all that stuff and i kind of do yeah but then i'll go and listen to like strung out and it's just like it's just to me just like so much better well like is it because, like, when did you start fucking with them? Like, when did you start listening to them? You know, like, 21 or, yeah. I mean, 18. Like, I'll just, I'm just going to play, like, a strung out song real quick just so you can kind of. So what what, what kind of Kentucky are you from? Like, is it rural or city or, or suburbs or? So I went to high school in uh, Versailles, Kentucky. Shout out Wilford County. Shout out Versailles, Kentucky. Um... When I was 18, I moved to Lexington. That kind of sounds like a little beat, beat, beat a little bit. No, this is like punk rock. Yeah, yeah, no. It's... <laughs> and then, uh, then I moved to Lexington, which is like one of the bigger cities in Kentucky. But there's not. It's like. So, but where were you born and raised? Was it rural or I suburbs? I was born or... in. Okay, so I was raised in uh, the the suburb of the city, quote unquote. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to get a feel for who you are. If you're yeah. a hillbilly or a city boy or whatever, you know. Well, but, yeah. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. You're good. No, I'm not a. I'm not a hillbilly. I, I, <laughs> I grew up, but I did grow up in a suburb, and like I feel like that's a lot of the reason I felt like I never really vibed or fit in there. No, and I don't think they were vibing with me either. If that makes any sense, you know. Did you come from a decent family, or was it fucked up? No, that it was good. It was good. Um, I was just a, I was just the black sheep of it, and I, and every family has their problems, obviously. But yeah. like, my dad worked hard. Uh, my mom, like, she's amazing. 
Like oh. she's so loving and like every time I even let anyone talk to her on the phone, they're like, oh my gosh. Like, oh, she's a sweetheart, huh? Yeah, she has like that sweet Southern voice. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what was your like, last name again? Woodrum. Um, okay, so on. I was a little bit impressed. I don't know if you're just parroting what you heard, but the way you kind of made the breakdown of human interactions and being in a structured environment right. when you first sat down. Just put your... Uh, were you in a sober living that had that kind of thing going on or have you been, how do you, how's, how do you know that? Just put your number in there. I'm going to text you this strong out album that changed my life. So yeah, like after I, yeah, I got caught, I caught a case, um, selling cocaine and I went to, I went to jail and the homies, they were just like, listen, you need to go to treatment to get out of trouble, get you a good lawyer. And uh, that's what I did. And I went to treatment and someone came in and they said this, uh, they said there's this place called the Shepherd's House, but you had to be committed and it was a 12 month program. And uh, yeah, I, I called the director and I was like, I need to get in right now. You know, I need to, like, I need to fix this. And he was like, no, was you gotta, it, you gotta. Were you feeling it? Like you wanted to get better or were you just trying to get out of your trouble i was trying to get out of trouble okay you know what i mean so like, you still wanted to use and do what you were doing i had no idea i know i, would, I knew I, would, I felt like i was missing out on the rest of my were you using 20s. the cocaine and stuff too or yeah you... yeah i but my main thing was opiates but the cocaine was just there and i would do it you know what i mean because like i even though i didn't necessarily love it yeah i didn't really like cocaine myself i don't know why i mean i'd rather do speed yeah, you know. Yeah. So I get weird and quiet on coke. Huh. Everyone else likes to talk. I like to look out the window. <laughs> yeah. Were you smoking it or snorting it? Um, who, it depends on who I was hanging out with. Oh, okay. You know. So so he ended up at, at Shepherd's House, which is a structured sober living in Kentucky, mm -hmm. and he knows of Liberty House. And yeah. you graduated? Yeah, I graduated. Yeah. So you did twelve months. Yep. And you turned your life around, sort of, kind of. Yeah, no, I did 100%. Like I I went in a child and I came out like as as much of a like 22-year-old drug addict that was, you know, rehabilitated in a structured sober living could have been, That's you know, awesome. close to being yeah. a man. <coughs> they even had like a phase 4 house which is kind of like my own apartment and I went and I lived there and then uh Oh, so you continued after you got out. Yeah, and I I still got to go to my therapy like once every 2 weeks with my therapist and I stayed there and what fucked me up was that I shouldn't have left like I shouldn't have left but like there was this like cool dude in the program that was taking everyone to all these meetings and he sold me on being his roommate. He was like, "Yo, dude, like come check out this mm -hmm. house. Like you could be a part of this." And then I moved in and it was like out like it was almost in the country and like nobody there was really doing anything and like everyone stayed in their room and like i just i got caught slipping you know what what did you slip on uh not going to meetings no i mean what uh, drug did you what was the first thing you did or alcohol or what yeah no i my first thing so i went with my sister her friend and my best friend who's now who's who's, who's now dead um oh, to a concert and you know like this was the dude that like I did everything oh, with. Oh yeah, you that's know what not I mean? a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, he like he was paralyzed. But like, if you were with this dude, you had the most fun you ever had in your life. And so like, he was in a chair. Yeah, he's in a chair. 
Yeah. And um, his hands worked. Yeah. It was chest down. Okay. And um, that's whose house I actually got raided when I got caught. But I was out with him and like, I'm looking at him and he's dancing and like, there's just something like inspiring is somebody in a, in a wheelchair, like having that much fun. And I was like, man, I got it. I, I hadn't been doing anything. And I was like, I made it through the concert. It was, uh, I'll come back to it. But, I, and then we all went to the club afterwards and I thought like, you know, I was strong enough, but I didn't wake up thinking I was going to do it that day. I, I, I went to the bar and like, I didn't want anyone to even see me. Like I went to the corner and I only knew how to order three things at that point. And it was a LIT, a Vegas bomb or a beer. And I got a double Vegas bomb. It was like 30 bucks and I just chugged it. And yeah, that, that was, that was that. Did you trip once you chugged it? Like, Oh fuck, what did I do? Or were you like, well, this feels good. I tripped. And then I was like, this feels good. But then I was like, I need more to make that trip go away. You know? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, shit. Sounds like you need this. (laughs) Do you listen to Joe Rogan? All the time. Yeah. There was this guy just recently on there. Um, Did you guys um, hear that last one? They're talking about drugs a lot and legalizing drugs in, in, in... where, where are they legalizing drugs in Panama or some shit? Portland or? I don't know. It, yeah, it, it was one of the more recent podcasts uh, with. Uh, I know the war on drugs doesn't work. Dr. Carl Hart, this black dude with dreads. I don't have Spotify. I've been listening to Joe. Wow. A lot of people, I guess, uh, haven't been listening to him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a YouTube guy. You're a YouTube. Oh. Yeah, I like YouTube. Yeah, um, I, I do it while I work, so I can't yeah. watch. You know, like, a, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm not used to going to Spotify for inter- like podcasts, like video entertainment yet. But I'm sure, like, it's yeah. gonna happen. So you think you're down to uh, watch over twenty crazy drug addicts? I think that my last job qualified me to do that. Like I already know that it's going to be like, it's not going to be easy. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be times where like, you know, the boss is like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is the house not clean? You know what I mean? And well, there's that. And you're going to have to be like authority, but friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to have to be the bad guy a lot of the time, but also cool enough where not everybody hates you, you know, like, right. Yeah. yeah. But hold up. Here's the thing about, about the way the structure is going to work in this house. As soon as one of the people in this house has, I don't know, 90 days, a couple months sober, they're going to be in charge. Oh, okay. There's going to be like a hierarchy. Hierarchy. Yeah. So he's not really going to be. And that's another thing is like that was a mock group. Like when we do real groups. Oh, I'm going to be in it too. They're going to come, you know, no, like no, 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 no. But that's the thing is yeah. like your staff, right? You have how much time? 16 months almost on the first. So you, you have a, over a year sober, like you're going to be one of us. We're looking at the people that are paying to be here. Right. And we're, I don't think that it, it, it's going to be rare that you're the one getting grouped rare very rare i don't think it's going to be really happening that way i mean 
But when we do house, I think I want to do a weekly house group with like staff where we're just having conversations about what we, how we can run the house better and sort of like house meeting, you know, staff meetings. But, but yeah, the, as far as the groups go, like we're going to be, I just want you to pay attention so you can learn how to like do what you did tonight, you know, like just help, help new people see their shit right and is it is it jason yeah his delivery is spot on when it comes to that yeah he's fine like it's positive but stern and like loving at the same time it was like i was like wow i gotta like really watch this guy and like see because like his delivery it's like it's genuine you know what i mean but it's there's also like no room for interpretation on bullshit i was like I was like taking it in, you know? Yeah, he's fire. Yeah. Standby means it's not recording. No. So just press C1. So like what are your some of the, your favorite things to do or some of your favorite things in the world? Movies or what do you like? Starting with movies, I got the uh the pulp fiction tattoo of Samuel L. Jackson on my leg. Mm. It's my favorite movie of all time but i saw true romance and that thing that that movie was insane but yeah yeah, no that's great so you know true so why what made you want to see true romance someone told me tarantino wrote it and sold it while he was in film school yeah yeah and then do you know who directed it i'm not that no tony scott directed true romance who's one of the greatest directors of all time But Tony, see the the, the the Tony Scott Quentin Tarantino team up was like. Also, I feel like I want to say. Oliver, no, Quentin Tarantino also wrote Nacho Born Killers, which Oliver Stone directed. It's another great. That was like my favorite movie when I was your age. I gotta see that. Yeah, it's fire. So Tony Scott did um, Man on Fire. You seen that? Top Gun. Top Gun, for but, sure. Yeah. But <laughs> like, mean, no, but like Tony Scott is that guy. So he does like the fucking epic. And if you watch Top Gun you and then you watch True Romance, you see this, this style that he had. It's like this 80s, like misty, sick fucking cinematography, like action, fast paced style. Tony Scott did um, uh, some of the greatest films ever. Uh, but yeah, True Romance is like the most slept on, like greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I, I it's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. I watched it like a couple months ago, and I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, like you can't tell me somebody else directed a movie, and like Tarantino was like, you know, like it, it's not better than like Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? And yeah. I saw that, and I was like holy shit and i'm like i felt like it was like a like it almost had like a sin city or vibe or something like that like mm-hmm. where it was like comic book style but like fast paced like you were saying maybe it's the f- cinematography that yeah, did it for me you know what i mean i gotta be i i just you know honestly like i love quentin he's amazing but like tony scott has a fucking he's just my god it says a better director i mean not maybe not a better writer because quentin's a writer right he's also 
I mean, Quentin's great with dialogue and, and, and story and all that character development, but Tony Scott like brings this fucking next level. I mean, Top Gun is one of the most beautiful films ever made. So he also did Deja Vu, um, Man on Fire. Um, what, what are some of the other good Tony Scott films? I don't know. I want to watch a good movie because I can't find anything to watch. Or... Just watch any of Tony Scott's films. Like, give me one. So, so Denzel, so Tony Scott just started using Denzel Washington like a bunch, who's like the best. But All like, right, so what's a good Denzel? Man, man on fire. I've seen that though. Okay, so I don't know. I'm sorry. This is I'm. This is very very unlike me to not be able to name all of Tony Scott's films, but he did The Taking of Pelham 123, which is cool. He did Domino, which is actually not great. Unstoppable, which is dope. Ooh, Unstoppable, okay. Is Unstoppable that- is a great film. It's one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite films. He said it was one of the best films of the past decade, but it's slept on. It's like, it, it's with Chris Pine and Tony Scott, it's about a runaway train. It's like action packed, oh, but like, I think I've seen but like that. just Darn good it. though. Like he's the best action film director that there is. Maybe one of them. Uh, his brother is Ridley Scott, who did the, all the Alien, the Alien, Prometheus, mm. Alien, Blade Runner. So Tony Scott's brother is like a fucking. They got to come out with some good stuff. I'm like, I can't find anything. Well, it's kind of a different game right now with the shows and shit i tried to watch that show you recommended i just can't i even bought it but i just can't watch it which one kingdom Kingdom? oh yeah no that's did you ever end up finishing raised by wolves no it took a weird turn bro oh really but the end was crazy dude she she ended up getting pregnant right who's she the The ai oh wow yeah and then she gave birth to this fucking little like gnarly like worm like dragon thing almost like kind of looked like the alien and alien but like a worm Hmm. and then at the end it it ended up being like a really really big dragon worm Hmm. and it's like flying through the atmosphere and that's how it ends so like season two is going to be crazy yeah i don't have hbo max all right cool so quentin tarantino that's dope. I, I really respect that you went and watched True Romance because yeah. that's like you just opened a door and then like, dude. Now I'm through it. I'm going to like be looking up all that dudes. There's a yeah. lot of cool stuff. I Like, are you into the Coen brothers at all? You don't know who they are? What what have they done? No Country for Old Men. Love it. Fargo. Yeah. I haven't seen Maybe uh, Fargo's a masterpiece. I got to watch that it. That TV, that show? No, the movie. Oh. Um, the Coen brothers did uh, the... Oh no, that's Paul Thomas Anderson. You don't know Paul Thomas Anderson? Boogie Nights. Um, there will be blood. Boogie Nights was that um, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. It was about John Holmes, right? Yeah. I watched the uh, Wonderland, and then I saw it, like that was recommended to me. But Wonderland was dope. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the Coen Brothers, I think, are the greatest of all. I'm like a fucking film fanatic. Um. So but you guys are just getting to know each other. Is this I'm the bad first with night names. you've hung like together or Yeah. yeah. What would you just say? <laughs> uh, I'm bad with like directors' names and stuff like that. But <clears throat> yeah. once yeah, I like too. fuck with someone, like get in like 
like their work than like well like what I you love their work. like what you did with Quentin Tarantino yeah, you exactly. saw all his shit so yeah. now it's time to see all Tony Scott shit and then you'll start you know I mean you got to see all Martin Scorsese shit oh you don't even know so Goodfellas Casino yeah Goodfellas is a masterpiece yeah so yeah I mean and then he did The Departed and he just did The Irishman for Netflix. It wasn't that great. But Martin Scorsese is like... Did the, he do Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to see all his movies. Yeah, yeah, And then like, you know, Oliver Stone. You got to see all of his. So when I was like your age, I was like doing the work. That work. Like yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I really loved um, Goodfellas. I'm like, all right, how did this get made? Who was responsible for this masterpiece? Oh, Martin Scorsese? All right, let me just watch everything he made. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, you know, stumbled onto Oliver Stone and I saw JFK. Have you heard of that film? It's no. about the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And Is that what, a good one? Dude, it changed my life. Okay, so what's it called? JFK? JFK. I mean, any Oliver Stone. Because Oliver Stone makes JFK fucking... Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, but if you could get soft lights, at least in these two, it would just be so much better. Oh, is it too bright? It's that it's that hospital sanitary bright. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, the white. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner's in JFK. He plays the cop who un who like sort of unravels the story because like, dude, JFK wasn't killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, the bullet. Like it was a fucking plot against the guy and he exposes all. And then when I, the whole conspiracy behind it. And when I saw that film, it was like, it just really opened my eyes to up to. You can't fucking believe anything. The government tells you. Did that have anything to do with um, like what they were talking about in the Irishman where they had like that guy, like, they were all watching TV and they were like, JFK just got assassinated. And uh -huh. almost like they almost, they made it seem as if they knew what was going on with it. Yeah. I don't really remember that, but I'm sure because the mafia and just higher up government, like CIA and yeah, I don't really remember exactly what they were saying, but I do, I will say that like, it's all fucking related, you know? And there were people that were, I think the mafia was involved on yeah. some level with JFK's murder. Can I ask you a music question? But, but, but hold on though. Oliver Stone also did Born on the Fourth of July with Tom Cruise. And, um, dude, fucking Oliver Stone, bro. And Tom Cruise has been in so many good movies. I mean, Tom Cruise is a fucking beast bro then you have michael mann have you seen heat uh, i don't know. i mean i'm just minute. you know what it's i'm gonna do oh but you do do you remember that do, do you i just know? remember growing up and my dad had it on vhs and i thought the cover was so sick well, what do you remember about it um was it like a darker cover and like it had like at the bottom it just said heat and then like had a couple photos as two dudes on it yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's cool that you yeah. think that's that's dude, Val Kilmer, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Um, I'm gonna send this to you right now. Okay. Because this is just have you seen Heat? 
I don't know. I mean, bro, I, then you both need to fucking see JFK it. JFK and Heat. When so I here, get home, here's, gonna... here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you guys both Billy B and Jordan Woodrum. Whoa, that's crazy. That's you? Yeah. Dude, that's so wild. I just put that in my other phone, and now it's in this phone. That's crazy. Okay, so that this is the greatest action bank heist film by far ever made. The shootout in LA is fucking insane. These motherfuckers come out of the fucking bank. Val Kilmer and, and Robert De Niro with suits on and like fucking AKs. And the sound of the gunshots in the Rick like in off the off the buildings in the downtown LA. It's just I can't even explain it. It's really dope. What but about the one with uh, Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton, the bank robbers? What's that called? Um, where they shared a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's I don't know anything about all this. Yeah, stuff. that's He's, uh, not. That's like whatever. I, mean, I think Billy Bob Bruce Willis has a new movie out, but I think he kind of lost his. Luster. Are you sure that it was those two? Yeah, positive. It was, really? Um, it was a uh, fuck. My phone. Did you I'll, like Twelve Monkeys? I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, Twelve Monkeys. That's that another. So that's um, uh, a great director. He all he did Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. Uh, okay. That's uh, a really amazing director. See, that's the thing. It's like when you find like a really, really, really good film, it's most likely a great director did it and you can just go in down the rabbit hole of yeah. all the other shit that that director did. Uh, crystal bad Santa tolerable cruelty level. Oh, waking up in Reno. No, that wasn't it. The badge monsters ball is a great, Oh, bandits bandits. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that's, that's like just whatever monsters ball is fire. And the man who wasn't there—that's Billy Bob. Wait, what's so great about Monsters Ball? It's just—it's just amazing yeah, film, dude. It wasn't boring. I um, guess not. <laughs> I think it, I saw it a long time ago, and I'm like, "What's all the fuss about?" I mean, it just seemed like a boring movie. But maybe I—that no, was it's a, a long really time power, ago. I mean, dude, there's a scene in that movie where he goes, "Split dark oak." It's just dealing with like racism and like empathy and. I don't really actually fully remember it. But Me neither. The Man Who Wasn't There is another really, really good one by the Coen brothers. I think the Coen brothers are the greatest of all time. But you were going to ask him about music. I want to yeah. ask you about this band. So people make fun of this band, and I think they're pretty cool. And I want to get your take on it. 311? Dude, they were like one of my favorite. This fool like is Nick Hexum. You remind me of Nick Hexum and Little Peep, like a mix. But yeah, so 311's like one of the greatest bands of all time. I think they're pretty great, right? In my opinion. The drummer's off. Why do people make fun of it? Well, they, you know, they have some corny shit. Yeah. But like, they also have some fucking incredible. If you listen to like some of their early shit, it's like, whoa, that's really corny. But they were my favorite. At one point in time, they were my favorite band. You don't really know them that well, do you? 311, was that in the 90s? Yeah. Um, What's their like their their big hit that everyone knows? They have a few. I um, can't. I don't know. No, I'll just play it. 
Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like uh, not. That's like, this is their, sh this is the shit that like. I don't think that you can, I don't know if we're going to get tased for playing this. But see, that's like kind of corny. But then they have like, they have like so many different types of yeah they have like uh the beautiful variety. songs yeah, like pretty stuff yeah kind of hard stuff rap and, reggae rock yeah they're, they're like a school. fucking really really talented band but okay. so yeah so what else are you into what else do you like love oh uh, surfing for sure uh, oh really yeah yeah you go a lot i'm injured right now but like when i can yeah like i'm there i'm out there like three four five six seven times a week but oh, you've wow. only been surfing since you came out here? Three years. Oh, wow. And you yeah. just fell in love. Yeah, I was into bodybuilding. You know what I mean? And like, really? yeah, I was I was like 40 pounds heavier, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I surfed and I was like, whoa, like I had like such a negative image of my body and like it just took over like this serenity in my brain that overcame that negative connotation I had with looking at myself in the mirror. Hmm. So, uh, what kind of injury do you got? A bone contusion, and I wish it was gone. What but is that? It's a, it's just like a gnarly bruise on the bone, but it like oh. feels like it's broken. Like I can't, like I can walk, but I can't like run. But I've got photos of. Huh, I pretty of, much stopped surfing too because I have an old injury, and then it, sometimes I pop my knee out and yeah. I can't walk for like a month. So, I'm gonna just boogie board from now on. Do so it. I don't do that. Yeah. Salt water's good. Yeah. Heals everything. Yeah. For Where sure. do you go? Uh, so I started in Santa Barbara. I hit all those spots. Um, but you, where, where do you live? I live in Venice. Oh. I've been back in LA since the day I got sober. I drove down from Santa Barbara just out of my mind and checked myself into detox. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were doing uh like were you doing like the homeless thing in Santa Barbara? No. There's a huge homeless community up there. Yeah. Oh no, I, yeah, it's like right off Yonanali. Yeah. The street. And they're like super catered to. They have all these uh people who like go up and like ask them if they want to work that day and like it's right by like the trash, so like it smells bad there. That's like where they burn the trash, but across the street that's why it's where they all hang out and people will just like go there and be like, yo, who wants to work today? And then they'll pick them up for jobs and stuff. It's also right down the street from uh, like a homeless shelter that has a rehab program there. Too. Yeah. They have like a yeah. lot of those up there. Yeah. What the fuck? Astrid smashing. Did you. Should, I, re should I read it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I've got butterflies already. Whoa. I haven't talked to her since she tried to destroy my life. I wonder if she saw the TikTok video. Is it recent? It's just a picture. Maybe she's trying to be friends or something. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's wrote this long thing. Wow. Oh, that's old. It's just a picture. Of? Me, her, and this dude from way back. Right. Wow, I look handsome there. Ah, oh, this woman. Whoo. She, uh, 
Biliata. Bad situation with this woman. She dude, you got to see this girl. I just met on Hinge. She just—it's like bending my mind. Cause her bio, just read her bio. Don't even look at her. Just read her bio. I want to get into some God stuff too here in a minute. I actually asked her tonight, "What do you want us to talk about?" And she gave me a good topic. Oh really? So yeah. I just met her. But like you met her like in person? No, no, or? no. I didn't meet her in person. I got her phone number though, and we're like communicating, but I just, it was just a new one. Whoa. I know, she's like as pretty as you could possibly be, right? At least from her pictures. But look at her um, bio, that's what tripped me out. Like, who writes that on a dating app? But for me, it's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. You mean like spirituality, Eckhart Tolle? All of it. All of her. She has a few of them. Witches, herb medicine, God. I mean, she seems almost like the top lot, like, one. Do you spread love? Do you care for others? Like it, she almost. It almost seems like she's catfish. It's like no. It just seems like too much. Like yeah, like she's super shit. intense or something. Or I feel like sometimes there's like these some of these. Well, Germany. She's in Germany. She lives in Germany. No, she lives in Woodland Hills. Oh. She's from, Germany. Like she's from Germany. Death Duel, a music producer. Is she like, is she, is she black? No. I can't tell. I mean, well, here she almost looks like, kind of like she could be. No? Maybe. So do you pray a lot or what's up with your God thing? Yeah, so, uh, it's crazy because we were talking about that in the Sermon Maybe on the Mount. Maybe she is. And um, one of the things that I found that helps with me is like reviewing my day. And I try mm -hmm. to win the week, if that makes sense. You what? Try to win the week. So if you do three out of seven days, you're losing. Four out of seven, you win the week. And I, uh, like I've got everything dated in my phone about uh, like doing a nightly review, asking myself those questions. And um, now I just started to uh, text, just text my sponsor straight up um, my uh, my nightly review. Mm -hmm. That's funny. I didn't right, even notice so, like, that because I think she is tonight. tonight? I mean, uh, all right. what, Billy? Maybe she is. I didn't even notice that till you said that. But are you? Uh, what did? She, what was her topic? Care if I do? Um, no, you're good. Yeah, this is. I think we. I think we decided this is gonna be the. No clients allowed, down here room. Yeah, especially if there's like gonna be stuff down here that's like valuable and. Yeah, which makes it perfect because that way we can continue to do our sermon on the mount meeting and live stream it. Yeah, and it's not gonna be a bunch so they, of clients. Yeah. you know. My nightly review tonight. I don't know. It's like one of those things I really have to sit down. And when I look at selfishness, I try not to look at it as um, just uh, just like what I did that day. I try to look at it as like how I treated people and like what's really go like the, my thinking almost. Right. Like today could be where was I selfish? And um, if I'm going to truly, truly think about it, it's like, 
I'm rushing to get all of these things done so I can like basically like so I can like secure my spot here because like <clears throat> I think in the back of my head like I tell myself all these crazy things like yo like you found this on TikTok like you better like so no, you're you're in bro yeah 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 you better I mean, and, and you're on the ground floor that's crazy like of something god just puts you in a, in a spot so you don't all you have to do is show up so yeah and I like never fired <clears throat> anyone in my life my head really <laughs> except for like he basically fired himself i mean Ooh. that fool wickham has like abandoned me twice yeah and came back and i'm like all right you ready now like I mean, I don't know. Moving. I guess this situation's a little bit different because we have Gus and some other people. But I think you're gonna be you're gonna be great. Yeah, but you're, then I think of that instead of like, what's the real point of like this movement? And it's like to help people that normally would not be helped. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just to just to, and I, you know, there's this thing about like helping people too. That's like, it's not. I I, I almost feel like. I'm not, I, I, people tell me all the time, oh, you're really helping people. Like you really, you, I could tell that you really care. You really want, it's not even that. It's just, I just want to be honest. And if somebody else, I don't know. It's like, I'm not really trying to like help a bunch of people. Bro, you're humanizing what are you talking about? Is this all you're trying to do? Wait, what? But it's like not, it's not that. That sounds so like self-righteous and like, oh, I just want to help people. It's like not even that. It's, it's, it's that I want to do this and only this so that I can be treated and I can have like meaningful relationships in my life and like have a good full life. But for you to be good, you have to help people because that's yes, how it works. Yes, but I think that the helping people, it, if you're like trying to like help people, it doesn't really like work. It's but not if, authentic. Yeah, like it's I'm like, just trying to just be honest. And if somebody else gets something out of my experience. And it doesn't even have to be like as far as like talking to them about sobriety like i thought i was insane the other day can you crack your window right next to you yeah. thank you i thought i was tripping man like i had a great day like i you know like i had a great day and then it started raining and then all of a sudden i had this thought i was like bro like what if today's the day that like someone fucks up on the road or if i fuck up on the road i thought that today too and then i, I watched that, that tiktok where you're like my life could fucking change right now if I hit somebody and I was like, bro, wow. am I not the only fucking crazy person that just imagines a car wreck right then and there and starts to like, their heart beats fast? You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, you know what? That wasn't even on TikTok. Especially oh, when I think that was so just good. my Instagram story. But so many people responded to that that I think I'm going to put it on TikTok. Now. Bro, you should. Because like, that was such a crazy moment where I was like, whoa. We, cause I was all hyped, you know, I was like going to the studio. I'm like, all this shit's happening. And I was kind of driving a little crazy. Cause I get like punk rock. Like I get like crazy he sometimes. always drives crazy. Just no, but this was like, I was really going crazy. And I was like, Whoa, hold on a second. What if someone just jumped out in front of my car and I just, and I hit him and killed him. And then that, and then an hour from that moment, where I'm thinking everything looks this way, now I'm in jail. And my whole life is now just 
totally upside down. Yeah. That's why I always drive try to chill because I don't want to run over a rabbit or a squirrel, a coyote, or a person. Well, or he's anything. completely opposite. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you need yang. to adopt some of my crazy and I need to adopt some of your chill. Yeah. Because when he got, when his life fell apart, he started living at my house. And I was like, yo, like, this is how you do the email shit. Like, we're going to start posting for you. And what do you, how many do you have now on TikTok? I haven't posted, but I had like 7,000 last yeah, time. Yeah, like we got him up to like 7K. I mean, this guy didn't even know. Like he had like, you know, five followers on Instagram. He was never posting. And then we got him up to seven. He started having people that were like, he was like. I have met some pretty, some cool people. Yeah, he started getting his own fans. And I was just like helping him like adopt some of my like get shit done, post, check your emails, uh, move fast. I was trying to. I guess, yeah, I guess I am trying to help people. But, you know, I just realized I had kind of an epiphany just now. I'm actually selfishly just trying to force my will on everyone around me and create a culture where I can lead. I think that's also a part of my agenda, which is a selfish agenda. But it just ha it just so happens to be that that culture is centered around AA, Sermon on the Mount, spiritual principles. So I guess it's okay. It kind of works. But is it selfish to think that like at the end of the day, as long as, as somebody gets helped, you know what I mean? Like that should be the thing. And it's like, am I selfish for like like judging the way that gets done? You know what I mean? Because um, that makes us feel like, in a way, like to me, like I think that it's putting myself in like this situation. I'm like, yo, like I'll hit my sponsor up and be like, yo, like I helped this fool, but like maybe I talked too much about this or maybe I did that or maybe like I was like this way or that way. And then like my sponsor's reaction would be like, well, did you help him? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I think so. Yeah. And then he's like, so why are you bringing yourself into it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can always like insert ourselves. I feel like, yeah. and then that just like is still more of that condition that we have to treat. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's like, that's the like, magic of AA. You're on blast. Right. Cause you're the one like putting it out there and doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. And it's like, if, but at the end of the day, do those people get helped? It's like, yeah, they like, I, I believe they do. And it's like, well, was I doing this, that, or the other? It's like, well, why are you even thinking about yourself right now? You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm over it. Um, and, 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 and when you start doing it on like a bigger scale, like you're actually gonna upset some people. And oh, I already know I'm going to lose probably some friends. I think I might have, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, why? Bro, it's just like, my roommate really wanted to get an apartment together, you know? Um, we worked together and then, you know, I hit that email and it was crazy and then I straight up told him and I went and interviewed and like, as soon as I came back and I told him the story, he's like, you know, like he, he threw mad shade instead of like, and it was negativity, bro. It was just like, he was like, I think you're really drinking the juice, man. Mm. And I was like, what juice? Like 
the juice of this place. Oh, you so, know what so I mean? does he know uh, he follows us or he? No, I showed him, but I came home and I was like, like the crazy thing is, is like I had that, that thought about like getting in a wreck. But like what happened was like on the way home, like everything clicked for me. I was like, oh man, this is more than just like a sober living. Like this is a movement. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I was like, this has never been done before. And like, in my head, I was like back in like the thirties, like what was their form of marketing? Well, it says in like the prefaces that like we decided to write a book to reach these other people. Right. And that was marketing back then. Yeah. We'll, we'll just decide to write a book. And then I was like, yo, like when I was like on drugs, I, I wouldn't sit around and Google rehabs and like try to think about like how much my life sucks. But like, if it pops up on my phone and I fuck with these people and it automatically comes to me and like, I look at like how their lives are and like all these preconceived connotations of what sobriety is and like the kind of person that I have to be that are probably wrong are like, and these people are like the exact opposite of like what I thought sobriety was bro. Like, that's fucking crazy. So, so, so yeah, you bring up a good point. It can come to it's, them, bro. It's like being an example, right? Yeah. Or like, I think like, people say it in meetings all the time. Like I thought an alcoholic was an old man, like living under a bridge. And it's like, or like I'm in a band and I love music. Oh, it wasn't going. No. Fuck. Damn. Yeah. So that, so this is the thing. This is the clip that I want. To post. It's fine though. This is the clip that I want to post because that's dope. Because that's kind of what I was, that's what Bro. I've been thinking lately. Bro. Yeah, because it's like uh, the only way you can actually influence somebody is by being an example. You could talk to your boo in the face or whatever, but if they see you and they're like, you know, like. So um, I just want to say to the editor that, that what, 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 what Jordan just said, I don't even care that we have the video. I want to try to use that piece of audio. Because you're right. We are living in a time when there's an oversaturated amount of content being pushed on everyone, especially young people. So I, I want this message to be a part of one of the many things that they see and if it resonates with them then like maybe they can get what we got um and maybe we can reach some people who wouldn't otherwise have searched for it like what you said yeah like like they're not gonna google a rehab right you know what i mean they're not gonna be sitting there in, in the trap house like googling a rehab but you know like if th this pops up and like they see the culture yeah and it's not like an old man <laughs> under a bridge in a raincoat you know what i'm saying and well, they're it's like, the opposite they're like wait like it's like this dude like wait his wife's not even sober you can date people that aren't sober yeah. or like i'm a fucking musician and i want to go on tour and i want to play in bars and it's like well like you can do that shit and like follow these people's life like all it takes is like them to like start following and be like, whoa, like that's not what I thought sobriety was going to be like. Yeah. And there are a lot of people doing it. Like, yeah. y y y y but me and Mikey did go on tour when we first got sober and, um, we don't look like 
you know, what you think maybe a sober person should look like, but there are tons of other really cool people in uh, recovery. And, and when I first started going to meetings in Santa Monica, I was blown away. It was like a, one cool kid after another, yeah. but everyone's scared, or at least they were when I was coming up about, you know, going public or talking about it or posting about it. Even the word posting is like, almost has like a taboo or like a negative connotation to it. But I, the way I see it is it's just a way for reaching to reach other human beings. Yeah. Bingo. And that's like, that's it. And it's yeah. Like, and that's one of the things like my homie, like was talking about, he was like, I don't know, throwing some shade. Like this isn't going to work. Da, 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 da. Like you guys are just going to be like every other sober living. And I'm like, no, like, we're doing something different. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Well, well, maybe, but at least we're trying. Yeah, and it's like maybe, maybe it won't work. But we're our intentions are to try to do this. Or do you think it's not possible? I, think, I, I mean, I, that's what I would ask. Him. Yeah, no, and I did, and like you could tell, like he was coming from hate. You know what right. I mean? And like, well, I just don't want to fuck with that. But I, I wonder sense. if that was only because he just wanted you to be his roommate. It is, and that's and he's a salesman, and that's why he was trying to sell sell me. But like, yeah, and if he was a better salesman, he would have tried to sell you not by throwing shade at us, but by trying to build up his case, and and just. I don't know. Yeah. Well, my opinion is that uh, this is a thing, and it probably is going to happen. It's... Because this dude won't, he'll die trying. <laughs> One. And it's happening. I know. Dude, we're it's, sitting in the house. It's I mean, happening. Like, people are excited. And the movement I mean? ha started before the house. Yeah. Even. I'm really blessed to have, yeah. like, a supportive family. I just want to say that. Like, none of this would have been possible if I didn't have a good relationship with my family. And I, I sort of have gone against some of the advice I've gotten from some sponsors and maybe my therapist to sort of like be independent. But in the back of my mind, I've always been like, if I want to do big things, I'm going to need financial support from some people. And I'm not too ashamed to say it here. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people, they want to try to hide the fact that like they're getting financial help from their family and they just did it on their own or whatever. I've done a lot of shit on my own, but it really wasn't on my own because I still had some help on the side from like my family or whatever, but I work hard and none of this would have been possible just from the financial support. Like you need to be, I mean, doing all, no one taught me how to do this. No one taught me how to, you know, so. What are you supposed to do? Just like stay stagnant you know what i mean just because you were born into that situation well you know no that I mean? but like, that's the thing is a lot of people that have that they don't really they don't have the drive and the passion to turn it into something right. so or they're just so ingrained and hardwired to be dependent on family they don't really know how yeah so i i was lucky enough to have a supportive dad who also showed me what it looked like to work really hard. And then I also kind of figured out the trick to life. Or I figured out something early on that like, if you want to do what you love for your living, you have to work twice as hard. I don't even like the word work. 
you have to spend twice as much time. You have to make it your life. And then just maybe you don't have to ever work. You can just do that thing forever. Right? I think you could also like speak things into existence. And if you speak them into Mm. existence and it's followed by action, then things happen. And I think that's how things happen. Now we're We're, talking. Where'd you get that from? You want, you really want to know? Yeah. Like one of my homies that sold drugs back in the day. Yeah. Like, the, dude, like, drug, de- <laughs> drug dealers are fucking smart. He was like, yo, like one day I'm going to get this amount delivered to this much. Yeah. But like, I'm not taking the cash there. They're bringing it to me and it's going to be on front. And I'm like, Good bro, luck. you're, you're fucking crazy. And it happened. It fucking happened, bro. But, but he told you that philosophy that if you think it and speak it. Yes. And, and and that's like, and like learning from him, bro, he is like, like not above like throwing the conversation out there. Like, yo, let's talk business, da, 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 da. And like, like from that, like, bro, I learned, like, that's why I sent the email. You know what I mean? That's like why I did it. Like, that's where I learned it. And like, that's probably like one of like the lessons that I learned when I was out there. That that's is like, great, you man. can speak things into existence, but you can... It's, I'm not talking about those conversations you're doing at the table until like eight in the morning. I'm talking about you speak those things into existence and then you act on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Bro, the action is what makes it exist. Yeah. And that's like, it's like, like Scarface. Yeah. Have you seen it? That's yeah. That's So, so yeah. like, I'm not trying to deal drugs, but I see Tony Montana. I'm like, oh, this dude just like made shit happen. And I will say this, like when you're dealing in illegal trafficking or drugs or it's i think it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. to 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 win no taxes and, and, and <laughs> it, it, at the end the regulations but at the end of the day you're gonna probably lose big mm-hmm. yeah. is this dude did this dude get caught is he fucked or is he still tr- crushing he's doing all right okay great <laughs> eventually it's gonna catch up to him that was my story but like when you're trying to do it like this and and it's a message of like experience strength and hope and learning to lose like it's a little it takes a little longer and you're not going to see money right away and you almost have to be crazy and 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 I I'm like yeah I kind of do I do think that learning to lose could be a cultural phenomenon or I want it to be maybe that's why Astrid sent that picture what oh uh, I don't know. Can I ask? Uh, can I ask uh, an off topic? Just a little curious. Yeah. So you did some time in jail a couple times. I, How many times, bro? I didn't do that much time, to be honest with you. My, I have loving parents too. You it's know. What, you know what I mean? Like, my parents went in and they were like, they were. My bond was set at a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and like, in Kentucky, you get ten percented after three days, and if like you're allowed, like they'll ten percent your bond. And it's ten thousand, and I don't know how they did it. I don't know if they like paid ten ten thousand cash or like hired like a bails bondman or like they like put up the house where it was like an assurity bond where if I left and I ran, then uh, they lost the house. Mm-hmm. But they got me out after like not that long, like a, like like less than a week. They got me out, but so I was had- on an ankle monitor. You had one stint and it was a week? No, I'd been to jail for like 18 days before that. I got, I had two DUIs, but the first time I had a DUI was, it was bad. It, 
So you I never did ten days and then eighteen days for another DUI and then uh, the trafficking case. Yeah. So you never made it out of like the county. You never went to actual jail. So. No, I was lucky. And 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 you know having that support and getting out when you did and that could be the that 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 may have been the difference between you being here now and 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 out on the street you, it's like that's dope great yeah, no it's like sit i don't like care it, dude i'm so fucking it, so done with like the the people thinking that like it's cool to like either do time or to or to not get help from your parents or to be the fucking guy in the corner of the party who's like not talking to anybody like fuck all the things that we think are cool like that's not well, cool i just got to say the guy in the party not talking to anybody he might just be really scared right no like but ev- it comes off pretentious sometimes no 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 but yeah. like everybody is scared yeah Okay. But maybe they just don't know how are they're too more scared. Or Even like Tony Montana. Like Who's Tony Montana? Isn't that a sports dude? Scarface. Like like the, the even like the gnarliest fucking drug dealers, right? Like I just found out that fucking Rick Ross has like um like has seizures and shit. Like nobody wants to talk about their shit. They just wanna play it like they're whatever, but they're everyone everybody like has struggles and and cries and shits and has fucking stomach problems. Everybody has things. I look on the uh, hinge and you see these girls in Bel Air or whatever, and they're all Cardassian out and they're all these trips and shit. I think they make stinky shits too, just like I do, you know, like they're, they're human. Yeah. And that's actually, again, just to go back to learning to lose. It's like, dude, except that you're imperfect and that you're flawed. Actually, let's put a fucking flashlight. Let's shine a light on it. Let's talk about it. Let's like when I saw Rick Ross posting about that Caesar shit. Okay, like who's Rick Ross real quick? Rapper? Yeah. yeah. You know, okay. he's like a yeah. big. Like, Not the real Rick Ross. Like, no. Yeah. But this fool's like, you know, big gangster, badass rapper. I don't know why I thought of that, but just, you know, just, just, just anybody. So he has like ep- epilepsy or something? I don't even really know, dude. Okay. I, all I'm saying is that that's not the type of shit a dude like Rick Ross. Is His shit. image is larger than life. <laughs> well, know? those things yeah. helped me because the Meniers, you know, I thought that was going to stop me, but it hasn't. Yeah. And, 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 and dude, I don't know if this would have worked 10 years ago. Like the shit I'm doing. Probably I, not. I don't know. Maybe. But, but I just feel like we're at a time in, 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 you know, with social media and, and culture where people are just like, I get it. Like you're fucking rich. You're on a boat. Like we're over it. You, yeah. You get money. It's actually a turn off. You, now. You, but then there's also like a bunch of people trying to give out like motivational advice. Like go do that. Get motivated. Like work out. Like get, it's like, nah, fool. I had a hard fucking day and I'm fighting with my wife and I'm just trying to get through today. Yeah. I got 15 years sober, but like, Shit is not easy. That's like what I'm saying. And it's like fucking so many people are like, hopefully more. In my mind right now, I am I just said that. And my mind is like, dude, you, what are you saying, fool? You only have like 400K. Wait till you get to like 40 mil, then you can say something. I mean, that's the unsatisfied mind that I have. You know what I mean? Like I have this unsatisfied mind. It's an alcoholic. <laughs> Alcoholism is an unsatisfied mind. So let me just digress. Like we're here. 
we're okay. We're having a cool podcast. And like your friend, it helps your friend. Yeah. And like, that's enough. And I didn't die on the way here and hopefully I won't die on the way home. <laughs> I mean, that's it. There's that, a lot of people trying to get on that boat too, that not even the dude who owns the boat, but there's so many people just trying to get on that boat because all they see is the good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there's that guy with the boat that's posting all this stuff. And then there's people that are like, I have to post nothing but positive things just to get on that boat with him and take it, you know? Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a sin because it's a turnoff to me because I want to see the real person. I want to, you know, who are you? Like, it's just, yeah, but that girl's pictures were hot and it turned you on and it attracted you to her. True. So we we don't need to be attractive and real. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that it's like, like, here's my thing is it's not wrong to like show the dope shit and like be dope and make sure you look good sometimes. But I think it's, also dope to like be honest and 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 flawed and and overcome your flaws and i don't know i just think being honest is 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 uh like dude there's this like trend happening right now where have you seen this where the girls are like this is the picture i took but like this is how i really look and they like kind of like stick their stomach out a little bit i haven't seen that one it's like this thing that's happening on Instagram right now and like TikTok where like the girls I've seen a little bit. Yeah. The, the the girls will post like the touch up photo and then they'll post like the real photo, right? Yeah. But like the real photo like looks really good too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like people want to try to act like they're getting honest, but they're only getting as honest as they're willing to get and look. And I'm I'm still struggling and like dude i'm on this weird tip these days where i'm like if i even feel like i don't want to post something because i look bad i'm almost like all right you have to do it you know what i mean like i'm almost on that tip now where it's like i'm like leveling up like i'm reaching new levels of vulnerability Hmm. like i had this crazy argument with my wife about OnlyFans money did you know that yeah, you had an OnlyFans? Yeah. 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 So like, um, yeah, we made like over 150K. Sorry, that's shout out OnlyFans. I mean, that's just crazy to me. How much do they take a text? Like I don't know, but hold up. So we're she's like she's basically yelling at me in the kitchen, talking about like, you fucking you're like taking you 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 have all the money and you don't like and you use it all for your own shit and I'm looking like real bad. And I tried to defend myself and I did. And I'm like, yeah, but like, um, and, and mean, mind you, like I'm already dealing with so much hate. So I'm already thinking like, okay, these fools are going to eat this shit up and be like, I told you this fool is that dude. And I posted it anyway. I didn't even really, like, I don't even think I edited it. I just said like, this is just what it really looks like. Because nobody that's crushing it on like OnlyFans or anywhere is like posting about that type of like the fights they have with their. Do you get anxiety because the hate? You mean like before the post or after? Well, I'm not really reading any of it anymore. I'm just going hard, and I don't even care anymore. (laughs) Bro, on on my one on the one video of my interview, I was like, "Oh man, I said some cheesy shit," and then some people called me out because I was like, "Oh, we both got 
blonde hair. And they're like, oh, that's all it takes to like be qualified. You just have to have like blonde hair. See, I didn't read any of those comments. I was like, and I just want you to know that I would, I want to, I, we would love to support you and inspire and like bring you into this thing and build you up. And I will tell you right now, TikTok is a weird place, bro. TikTok is a place where they reward real life. But there's also a lot of people that like don't even know, like because it's reaching people that don't follow you, they're more prone to like just saying some dumb shit. Yeah. Whereas on Instagram, they reward celebrity and and you have followers and you don't get as much like random hate. Yeah. But um, I will say that like th- there's way more people um that are getting that are gonna that are getting something good obviously i'm sure you know that you've seen that yeah 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 but we re we react and 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 we uh the 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 negative shit like really hits us and we hold on to that like i i you probably only did you how many were there a lot there's like three four negative ones and like 10 okay cool so you're thinking about the and also you have to think about this like i I had to try to i have to try to help people understand like the truth like so like a video that video probably has um did i post it yeah it's got to have at least 20 or 30k okay so let's just say it has twenty thousand. it's you know what let's just look at it um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break this shit down just so you understand just so that we all have like a clear understanding of like what shit what's really happening well we know it's a very small percentage that are negative no 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 but it's not even just that that's not even what i'm trying to say right now it's like out of the 20k there's only 27 comments and out of the 27 right. comments yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, four yeah, or five yeah. negative yeah. comments so you you get what i'm saying yeah. so, so like so here's here's the video 17k so there's almost 800 likes, 28 comments, and 17,000 views. So, you know, what are those percentages? Like, you know, I, I guess we'll just look at it like this. 800 likes, 28 comments. So just, just you know, it's like, and then the three that are bad, we're like, oh, shit. But like. Think about how many, think about what three is to 800, right? Nothing. And then like 17,000 out of those 17, the ratio is probably the same. It's probably like, you know, maybe a thousand out of the 17,000 are like, and, and, and are hating. But like the other crazy thing is that, um, you know, most people, they just like watch it and they just get like, they just, they just go, Oh, crazy. Like, wow. These fools are showing an interview that they're having for a sober living. Like, wow, that's, that's, that's cool. Keep it moving. Yeah. That's it. And then you just keep hitting them. You keep hitting them. And then maybe they're like, Oh, I recognize that fool. What's going on. And then maybe one, maybe they see 20 things and then they get hit with something that, 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 really mean something to them i I think the negative people are actually sick people because why would you even spend i would never even just spend time if there's something i like i might say oh that's cool or funny but i'll never like talk shit about somebody But that's another thing is they're actually probably 
I think out of all the negativity that there's probably like a good percentage of those people that are actually like fans, but they're just saying some dumb shit. Mm, stoking the fire. But they, they like probably love it. Right. It's weird, dude. People are just weird. And I just, just like, fuck it. I'm so over it. I'm just so grateful to have this, like, but bro, I've been at this shit for so long. Like yeah. I've been trying to, I've been fucking grinding on social media for fucking years, dude. And it's just like, so are you like a outgoing person or like a shy person or it seem, depends on the situation. seems like you're doing pretty well. Just kind of being dropped into all this. Yeah. Um, are you nervous? No, that's the crazy thing. But like, if I go to like a large group of people where it's like, Sometimes like you go to a meeting and it's like that dude in the corner that doesn't mm. talk to anybody. Yeah. That's you me. go there and it's like, <laughs> or not just that it's you go there and then there's like 20 people in a room acting like that, but acting like that because they want you to think that they're better than you. Yeah. And when I came here, I didn't get one of those vibes. Like, yeah, it's, it was so, crazy. We're bro. so like, we're so past that and, yeah. and and i love i would love to go into the what i want what we're gonna do and what i love doing is going into situations like that sober even at like parties where fools are drinking yeah. and just like being the that dude that's like just just like totally himself and like stoked and like happy and that's cool. what alcohol did for me yeah, yeah, yeah. At the club, you know what I mean? I yeah. could be like, oh, yeah, dap this person up, dap that person yeah. up, give a little head nod, you know what I mean? And like, but, but, people see that, they're like, oh, damn. And it kind of like puts things into perspective, but like going into it sober, I'm like, yeah, but you, you yeah. didn't, you thought you were looking like dope or, 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 or fun loving, but, but really, the bartender's like, who is this fool? You're yeah. just like, you're just like drunk, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're yeah. not, but when you do it sober, you're really, it's a little bit more authentic and you're more clear headed and what you're saying has more, more validity and more weight and more meaning. And, um, I'm just, I've gone to parties and the, the thing that, that it kind of it gets annoying to me is that like, no one's really even on the level cause they're all fucking drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It is annoying. Drunk people are annoying. But like, you know, I, I, I'm just thinking of this, this fantagram have you heard of Fantagram? Yeah, the 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 band. With yeah. The, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, give me like ten more seconds. The the producer. It's like one of like their songs is talking about like addiction, but with a person. Right. It's like I forgot which one. It like, was. like uh, this, this dude's like, you know, pretty much spilled his like heart to me. He just needs to be so he needs to get sober and he like, can't. yeah. And I met him at a party and we just like vibed and he's like super ill. This dude, Jesse, like he's on yeah. the level. Like he really is like, um, just super knowledgeable and talented and like a real, art fan of art and, and movies and but he's just like wasted so i'm just like i don't know it just doesn't really 
it's hard to really connect or have it go anywhere and or or get a word in or you know what i mean but yeah i've uh vibed with a lot of different people um do you think i should let astrid back in i think that we should talk to her i think that you should like i don't know if i was you i would be like we let, let, let let's like let's pat's a part of this let's all do it like if she hit me up i would be like let's 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 have billy let's let's make it right with billy too oh yeah like at some point but should i even you know i well, mean should i forgive her i forgive her already but you want me to hit record is that what this yeah is? yeah yeah i was just gonna go do it but i didn't want to or or I maybe um yeah, this is this is a tricky one because I just Oh, you have a timer in your head, huh? Uh, this is a tricky one just cuz I, I I personally would 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 say, yeah, we always let people back in. Really? We always forgive everyone. Then I'll I don't know. See what she does. I mean, this fucking this this woman is like borderline yeah. evil. But like with power. Like a like a really like powerful uh leading like leader in uh have you heard of Primetime? Primetime no. It's like a a a it's like a meeting Okay, yeah. I maybe. Yeah. Where like we focus on steps one, two, and three and alcoholism. Where's e it at? Alcoholism, ego and self. It's it's like it's so weird to even talk about where a meeting was. I know. It's like, oh, I thought because they'd be like, why are you talking about our meeting? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about yeah. that. It's it's uh, in the valley, um, like by Fatburger. Okay. I think I've been to meetings and people are like, say they're leading. They're like, I have a home group. It's called Primetime, blah, 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 blah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Good speakers. Yeah. Good message. No drunk log uh solution based how we stay sober in the day we're in and how, how our mind acts sober yeah. how awareness of our of our mind um i mean i've forgiven angela i don't hold any it's so weird i have no animosity towards any of them wow that's it's rad. like isn't that I sh if there was anyone too that should be them, right? I mean, it's definitely like a little like Ash. She's a little scary. Yeah, like you don't want to like share information with her or anything, but I mean, but the thing about her is like, ah, oh, fuck. I just got like, like she'll turn on you. She'll use anything. She you can't trust her. Right? Yeah, yeah. You 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 now you know that. So so like. You're, you're, I don't think you're ever going to let her back in the way she maybe would well, want. Well, I wouldn't talk to her like I talked to you or anything, but. I'm just like, like she's, you know, like we're working on like your story right now on the show. Yeah. Is it weird timing though? You know what I mean? Like you think she saw the TikTok? Yeah, she's pulling an like angle. 7,000 followers all of a sudden. And she's like, oh shit. Like it's a glow up. You know what I mean? Like It's a what? Like the glow up. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to tell. Now it's like. Wait, what does that mean? Glow up is like, um, I don't know. It's just like, to me, it's like 
people saw you one way and then all of a sudden now she's like oh like barry's using tiktoks now like barry like has seven thousand followers he's he's like sending emails and shit and and she's like oh man like well the weird thing is they they both kind of want to destroy me yeah and just crucify me and i just grew wings and flew yeah Yeah, now you're like doing independent and none of the shit's true that fucking bullshit they tried to get on me is just bullshit Yeah. yeah So well, it's crazy how that works. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, dude. I still think that I, 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 I still. It's weird, like haters. Like we're still not on the level where like the haters turn yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're they're still like preying on the downfall. You know, like, cause we're not really, like, the house isn't really up and running. It's not the first yet. Yeah, but we, this is they're this like, is, watch. They can still be like, watch. That's gonna fucking. This fail. is yes. learning you to lose, I mean? man. Yes. I mean, so we fell. We tried. Well, Fuck that's you. We, you know, we tried. We we know that, but like, there's still, like, a year from now, when this is going, if this goes good, and the brand is growing. And like, it's really a thing and it's undeniable, which some would argue it already is that then like, I remember when, when I was in a group called hyper crush. Yeah. I looked them up and, and and we were, we came up with LMFAO, you know, them, they like, we actually kind of like, we were very instrumental. I was very instrumental in helping them come up. I gave them their first shows. We put them on like big time and they started to grow and I started catching some feelings cause I felt like they weren't, they were being sort of selfish, which is fine. I, I, I was just in early recovery and I wasn't, I was running off of ego and I was starting to get jealous and I wanted to keep them under us and they just fucking blew. Yeah. And it wasn't until they were undeniably blown when I was like, all right, like uh, I'm ready to start sucking some dick (laughs) or whatever. Like I wasn't till they were like so big where I was just like, all right, like we have to like make shit right or, or, or just be willing, you know, like it's just crazy how, how hard, how, how, I don't know. You get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like once they got that big, you're like, okay, I can turn, right? Is that no? I'm saying that I was, I was like hoping that they weren't gonna. I was I was still delusional in my thinking that we were. Yeah, I get what, going, exactly what you're saying. That, like yeah. that they weren't as big as they were, or we were still gonna be as big or bigger just i don't think this way anymore it's like there's still a chance like you know they're like this could happen uh, compa- are, just yeah. but even just that competitive thinking in general is yeah. what brought about this learning to lose brand because it's completely the opposite of all that i still have to kind of keep that competitive you know win get money uh side of my brain like i have to keep that at bay i have to keep that i don't want to be get sucked into that kind of thinking and that's what this whole thing is about 
But at the time, I'm just saying I know what that is. That's that's what brought all this about. And for, for, for your haters to recognize your success, it takes, it takes a, a lot. lot of success. Yeah, and I'm just thinking right now, she could negatively influence me. Even if I open up, she could start putting little hooks and shit, and I, I think it's a bad idea. If you let her. You know how that stuff is? The people you hang around, you start to kind of emulate and, and act like. You you might. No, everybody does. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that I'm... They influence you in your mind some way or another. Right. It's just I, I, always... I, no, I, I think that there are different higher... I think that there are different... You know, there's alphas, there's leaders, there's there's different... Like Jason, he will influence me. Are we talking about the men's groomer? Yeah. Okay. Like he has that, I don't know, that thing, right? But I yeah. think that I'm mostly... I, I, I know, like Wickham, you know, like I'm in a mentor position with Wickham. Like, but I guess you're right. Wickham actually even though he's younger and less experienced, like I have adopted some of his stuff. And I think, yeah, we all do kind of put it this way. If you just started suddenly hanging out with a bunch of thugs, eventually you'd start having thug mentality. It would just happen. Right. Whoever you're around, that's why you want to hang around the winners. But Here's what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. If we start hanging out with a bunch of newly sober alcoholics, I'm not going to start acting like them. So I'm saying it does matter right. who the people are. Right. Um, yeah, but that's kind of what I'm saying. I think different people have different levels of influence and different like levels of like alpha. And, like, right, right. But you're in a different position with them. Right. But that, if they were like peers in your in your group, you know, your friends. She just sent you a photo. That's funny because I just recently sent Jesse Roof a photo of me. You know Sharin's dude? Oh yeah. I sent him a photo of me, Gus, and Chris Savedra and him, like back in the day when we were like sober boys. And now he just has a kid, he's with Sharin, and they just don't even I never hear from him. She's another one I'm afraid of. Sharin. Not Jesse, but Sharin. Yeah. Just don't wanna But really they're just alcoholics. Yeah. But you're but, right. but here's the thing though, is it gets dangerous when you have an alcoholic who's like really smart. And successful and manipulative and like um like me driven like if i like i could i'm in a position to like use my influence and my power and i I could really do a lot of bad if i if if i wasn't really doing this thing you know what i mean yeah constantly checking yourself yeah yeah yeah. that's the daily struggle with all of us yeah really yeah and and that's why i think a lot of people see me and and they're and that's why i think your friend actually has like some validity to what he's worried about because like all cults or organizations have the potential to go south and to get corrupt have you ever seen the wild wild country documentary no it's amazing which one is that which cult? it's the one about the rashnishis they like took over this whole town and their intentions were so pure and like their idea of having this community was so dope and it just became like actually ted bundy um ted kaczynski 
even like Hitler, like we were talking about this on the last podcast, like a lot of these dudes had dope intentions when they started out and it just fucking became like power e- corrupts. Absolutely. Evil. Or right. abs- something like that. Yeah. Which is why like the, 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 the name, like learning to lose, it's almost like uncorruptible because it's yeah. the, 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 the idea behind it is one of loss, humility, flaws and growth in, in that, pain and darkness and and vulnerability and but yeah i i i kind of see what you mean and i kind of agree with you like just fall back dude i mean i'm kind of like like you know what my initial thoughts were yeah tell her to come over and we're gonna all fucking work it hash it out and we're gonna group her on her behavior and if she can get honest about it and own her part and like apologize for what she did and like look at it which i think could be pot maybe that might even just be impossible for someone like her yeah and i don't think i want to go back into that and like defend myself and all that shit and have accusations i think it's best just to leave leave her alone tell her this say look yeah me and pat would love to meet you but we're filming our meeting and talking about everything that went down. Our intention is to write this relationship and to get every and to clear the air. We're both good people who want to make every relationship in our life as good as it can possibly be and use our experience to help others. So if you're willing to come and like work it out and like film it and expose everything, you have way more to lose than her, by the way. I know. If she's willing to do that, let's fucking do it. That's that fucking punk rock shit right there. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I'm willing. Okay. Well, that would be my suggestion. Because I don't think getting back into bed with someone like that is chill unless unless everyone gets tested for STDs or whatever. Test and tased. Yeah. But like we read tonight, bro, we were just reading about how like we can make the relationships right if we just like work through it and we fight through it and we we get honest. We look at our own shit yeah, and we you communicate. Be willing to be exposed, right? Which you are, but I was, but I'm so over that shit. I don't really want to revisit any of it. I have a part, mm. you know. What is it? Well, I had some behaviors that I wasn't happy about and all that shit. Um, yeah, but that's really not even your part, because like, yeah, you're in a really unique position because like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say what's your part in that, the blowout that night. Oh no, I don't. One I, of my friends was filming her, and she fucking lost her shit. Cause she was talking about some relationship she had with some guy in prison. She didn't want anyone to know about later. She shared about it at a meeting, but so one of my guys was filming it. Cause that's just what we all, that's just what we do. And then she fucking blew up on him just for being in the fucking room. What? Cause he was the only one who she had any power over. Oh, so man. she called his oh. wife and wrecked his life and basically was talking about, Oh, he had all this, you know, porn, porn, 
these issues with like porn and all this other shit. She got she gaslit him. Well, I did have issues with porn, kind of. And I but shared what is it that? With her. I, I'm, I don't really like this word everyone's been throwing around lately. Yeah, I'm not I, into it. I'm not even sure what it means, even when, even though it's been explained to me a hundred times. Because but. he didn't do anything to gaslight. She just fucking no. I mean, like, but yeah, that's true. She just he didn't a, fucking just even. A, he was just there. She just attacked him because he was like at my house and he's sort of my friend and uh, he's now supporting me. He met me after he met her, and now we're doing all this stuff and she's feeling the competitive thing with me and her. But rather than attack me, she just attacked him. Because she's mad that he was fucking with me, and that's, I like filmed her. If I'm her, that's I'm a, malicious. How do you yeah. feel about having a camera in your face all the time, even when you're feeling vulnerable and ugly or stupid or whatever you're feeling? Oh, uh, bro, like, yeah, that was the thing, bro. Like, I had like, I had my fears too. You know what I mean? Especially like, it started with the comments, and then it was like it like. Then I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. No, I don't know what you mean. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, like that could happen to anybody, you know? The comments? No, 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 no. Just somebody just like, like, what if someone attacks me? It was my first, like, first thought. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, what if the same exact thing happens to me? It'll probably happen at some point. Wait, not, no, not exact. Like, wait, what do you mean attacks you? Like, damn. I don't even want to speak it into existence. You know no, what I you mean? won't. Yeah, but no, like. But that's the thing, though, is that's like kind of a superstition. You have to yeah. do the work to make shit happen. Yeah. You can't just talk about it. You have to and work towards talking it. Talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have to believe talking it. Talking about it is healing, but if you dwell on it and you keep that thought, that's what turns yeah, into Yeah, so so exposing the fear is a good thing. So my like like So you're gonna be killing it yeah, by no, talking about it. All right, all right, all right? right. Someone was like I was like, dude, how many dick pics do I have out there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was my fear. Like oh my God. Yeah, oh, everybody I, does. Hold up. Dude, imagine how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, yeah, you got Bro, the only fans. I have fuck it. Yeah, fuck them. Everyone's got shit, private po- no. Stuff. No, no, everyone has a dick. Everyone has a naked body. Yeah. Why is it that our culture has like demonized that? It's so weird. Are we think about things so Okay, cool. Another thing is you have to I don't think people realize this. Nobody can share like nudity on any social media platform. Yeah, that's true. So it would just get taken down. It just gets taken down. So like if some like fan of mine tried to like put me on blast, A, they have no fucking followers. They gotta pay for it. B <laughs> Well no, but whatever i'm saying it's not expense it's like yeah i'm saying a they have no followers b what are they going to do post it on instagram it's going to get taken down yeah i mean but that was I mean? my that, that was my one fear i even called my sponsor he's like bro like don't quit your day job you know what i mean like your no, one fear about what just like having a camera in my face i guess you know what i mean he's like bro don't quit your day job basically like you're not that important like yeah no one really cares dude like you care because it's about you you know what and, I mean? and that was actually an epiphany that i had that really helped me i don't even want to call it strength oh but i was gonna say that epiphany helped me 
have the willingness to do the type of shit I do because I realize that I'm just one small person yeah. in the grand scheme of things. And like, even though like there are a lot of people watching it and a lot of people commenting, they're like moving on with their lives five seconds after they have that comment and nobody really cares. Yeah. We, we're only really tripping on ourselves and our thing and everyone else is in the same boat. They're tripping on their shit. Right. Not yours. So your th your fear is that if you get exposure, you, somebody might come out with some of your deviant behaviors or whatever. Yeah, that was my fear. So come out with it. Come out talk, with it. Talk about that fear so that nobody can expose it. <laughs> you sent out dick pics, so what? Yeah, we yeah, all yeah. have. We no, all yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, That's just an example, you know what I mean? There's like, even like, you know, my past relationships, mm -hmm. shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, not being faithful or some girl blasting me, you know what I mean? And like, I deserve it probably. So then you share and it, you talk about it and then others will relate to your experience. And then you're helping people because you're willing to look vulnerable and expose something that happened with you and you grew from it. We're not perfect. Yeah. That again is the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I don't really feel good about saying like uh, I was a porn addict or a sex addict or used women or all that shit, but really does help people because a lot of people do deal with that shit but i don't i'm it's not in like if i just sent this podcast to that girl if she listened to this one she's gonna be like i'm not gonna date that fucking <laughs> lunatic deviant you, you know what you'd be surprised bro nine times out of ten they just if you're honest things work yeah, out that's yeah. true nine yeah. times out of ten they're like oh shit he was able to get honest about that and that's the worst thing he did that's the skeleton in his closet all right, cool. Because most guys aren't even ever talking about their skeletons, right. and they all we all have them. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. So what else? What do you have a day job? I do. What do you do? I'm a tech at a rehab. So like a counselor sort like of a, thing. Like a like a like a. I mean. Not a counselor, but like it's a RDTA. It's a registered R A D T, uh, registered alcohol and drug oh, technician. I was thinking about getting that. So if I wanted to do some stuff around here, I'd ha actually have like a license. Did you go yeah. to online school or something? It's like that? a it's like a half a day class. Oh, that's online. It? Yeah, and then you're like pretty much licensed to work with drug addicts in any rehab for five years. Basically, what that is. It's a promise saying that like within five years, you'll get your KDAC degree, which is like a certification. You take some classes online and then like you would be like a registered counselor in California. Uh, is it, it's not too intensive though, is it? The RADT? Yeah. Uh, all of it. Like you start there and then you get the RADT, that's the... No, you start with your RADT, which is like a five hour, 10 hour class online. Uh, you mm -hmm. finish that and then... Um, basically get a you have five five years to make your mind up whether or not you want to go back to school and actually be a counselor or not but and, like and the counselor a, degree you can do it in six months online okay so it's you know not I mean? super it's not real intensive no it's not like a bachelor's degree or anything like that okay yeah i might do that just so i could maybe do some counseling or something yeah <sighs> no yeah you could totally do it but the thing is is you have to get like you have to get hours in 
You know what I mean? Like to become a counselor, if you have but your I, art. I can't do it in sober living. I have to actually do it. You have it. to go to, to a rehab, rehab to have those hours. Mm. I mean, yo, here's the thing, though. It's like you don't need to have any of that shit here. Fuck no. You, you, just, you, you just need to have experience and be sober, and you're going to learn shit here that, that, that you're not going to learn. Yeah, but some there. of the parents and stuff might want to see that shit, right? Or... No, I, I, maybe at a rehab and we're, we're planning on opening an IOP, um, and possibly a rehab tr treatment center. But like, this is where the work happens. This is where the work, this is where the, 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 the change. But you're working with a dude who has a rehab. So I could probably put in hours there or something if I really wanted to. What you talking about? Like Abe and the PCI. Yeah. The rehab. Yeah. You didn't hear about what happened? No. They they don't want to fuck with us. Because of why? Because Veronica microdoses mushrooms. And they saw all my content. And they're scared. Bruh. Watch them flip. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 two of the kids that they were going to send here. Yeah. We went to their house. And the mom who saw the post was like, like loves us now. Really? Yeah, because the mom is like an enabler and her... She's, you know, has issues with her ex and we all do these things. Like I, I, it was a post about me. I'm like, yo, Veronica, you think you could stay sober with me tomorrow? And she's like, I don't know. I kind of just want to like trip with like my friends. And I'm like, all right, well then you better give me some good head tonight. And that was mm -hmm. what they're tripping on. That's the post. But that's like such a, that's like putting sobriety in a box. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. initially people's re gonna be their reaction, but, but after a little time, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is the real world." Like, how are we? No, but not to only that, but this is a dude that's like fully being honest about his recovery in like the most transparent, vulnerable way, and, and um, he's sober. Fifteen years. He's got sobriety. He works steps. He's really, really doing the deal, and it it doesn't look perfect. We're trying to package it so yeah. that it looks perfect, like everything, I, like everything, like it's a corporation, and you have to sell yourself on bullshit. Like but, yo, I'm almost. I, I start once I. The more I, we start, the more we do this, and the more I see how it resonates. Like we did a we did a commercial today for Graceland. I mean. It, it's it's you could call it a commercial, right? Wickham filmed it. Any other sober living, I make commercials for companies, right? You do the talking heads, you get the clean shots, you have the nice music. Our shit, it was the four of us out front talking about, yo, I'm like, I've been wanting to do this for so long. We just ordered the beds. Like it was just so real. We walked through the house. We're like, yeah, this is the house. Previous owners left this in the house. It was just like so real and raw. And I feel like right now, like the, the, the ads that do the best on, on Instagram are the ones that are filmed with the iPhones and shit. Yeah. Like the world is ready for some different, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the bank and something they can relate with. Yeah. Or just yeah. something that's like real and organic. I can put that even into the whole world situation. Like we don't believe politicians at all. We don't believe corporations. We yeah. know it's all fucking bullshit. So if you see some dudes that seem real. Are dudes and chicks, girls yeah. and boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you might actually start really resonating at this point. Yeah, but I mean, you're gonna obviously you're gonna get like the occasional mom or maybe. Well, like, you're probably gonna get a lot of that. 
Yeah. But, but then when they I start, think in the long run, yeah, yeah, a lot of people trust Joe Rogan more than they trust CNN. Oh yeah, most. most yeah, and like that's why Spotify was trying to like, you know, filter his his stuff. Yeah, yeah. None of his shit is like polished or yeah. What do you mean they're trying to filter it? Well, oh, like, like if he says something that's like not factual or like maybe not like maybe it's his opinion then they started to ask him to like i don't know just like they tried it they they had like a board meeting or something i who mm. spotify yeah that may not have been a good move for him oh well too late yeah so yeah so in summary um <clears throat> I I see some of these ads and I'm like, it's just so fake. Yeah. Um, everything looks so good. I'm wondering if it's just us that feels that way, or if the the majority of people also feel the same. I think they I think they're starting to feel that way. Yeah, it's just it's tricky though because you still want like a movie to look really good and you want a commercial to have like good lighting and like it's always you you, you know you don't want clutter on the table and I mean you want them it's like it's tricky, you know, cuz we're such visual people and things do need to like look good and professional and um I don't know. I just think that like honesty like and uh realness like it translates through the camera through the voice through 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 when you meet somebody and and and, um like you felt it when you were meeting us here bro when i was in the meeting tonight i was looking around and like you know that feeling where you feel like you recognize somebody but you know you never met them before Uh Mm -hmm. bro i felt that with like everybody in the room yeah but like the thing is is like i had met one of the dudes before Uh but like and then I don't know. It's crazy. I'm like, everybody that I've ever met in LA, they've been like, I've never met anyone from Kentucky before. You know mm. what I mean? And then I'm curious about Kentucky. Yeah. How come you don't have an accent? That's what they always say. And yeah. then like your homie walks, he's like, yeah, just, I just, you know, just left Kentucky actually. And uh-huh. then uh, the other dude, uh, he like, we were in Kentucky at the same time. And I'm, I'm like almost a hundred percent that I've met him before. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. And like, I was like, whoa. And then I was like looking around. I was like, I know I don't know these people, but like they like they look like they have familiar faces. Mm. And I was like, whoa, dude, this is it's just an energy. Great. Yeah, it's an energy. But it's also like something that happens in AA. Yeah. A lot. But so you're a Jack Harlow fan? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get a pair of New Balance 993s. Those are his? No, he's just sponsored by New Balance. And like that's all, he's, that's all he rocks. How, how long have you been listening to him? Like three years, probably. Like right when he started popping. Yeah, like because Wickham's been like fucking with him for like six years. Six years. He's been fucking with him for a lot. He's his whole thing was I've been trying to tell this about this fool. I've been trying to tell people about this fool for so long. And, yeah. Well, who's nah, he, okay? Who's this fool that we're talking about? Real quick, <laughs> he, he he blew up. He blew up on TikTok. He's a, pretty he, much. Oh, which with which, which with which song? With what's popping? Like oh, there was poppin'? like a what's popping challenge. He's a white young rapper that just looks like your normal, regular white dude. Yeah. <laughs> with like curly long hair. Not even that long. Just like he's just like a normal looking white dude from from Kentucky. Yeah. He looks like that dude you'd see like in the like 
like in your high school you know what i mean like walking through the hall like and you wouldn't even like which to me is like twice. actually kind of cool like i'm like all right cool a, a, a kid a normal looking kid like that doesn't have a bunch of tattoos on his face mm -hmm. can can actually win just because he's ill apparently yeah, i like those punks too the punks you would never know as a punk this is kind of dated but there was those punk rockers that just look like normal dudes they were like the most hardcore though they were fucking punks but they just look like no, you know, you couldn't tell. You mean like Henry Rollins or something? No, no, I mean like the fans. Oh, uh, yeah. But like they were like, they had like the part here. They just look like, like, like a like a little, you know, not yuppie. What's before you preppy kind of kid or something. But I feel like there is something to dressing extra preppy as a punk rocker with like yeah. tattoos peeking out. That's actually almost, I don't know, more punk. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Okay. Uh, one thing I wanted to say is welcome, Jordan. And my, my bit of advice is stick it out. This is a good place, but it can get pretty hairy and dramatic sometimes. That's but, it. I mean, we're not putting, we don't want to put anyone on blast, really. Well, we don't want to, but everyone's going to get in the hot seat at some point. But do you have a TikTok? Yeah, I got two TikToks. I should have tagged you. Next time, yeah. So, well, 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 what what are your handles? Just for my editor, so when my we post this, my phone's dead. Uh, handle is it's Woody. Be like that. Coyotes. Coyotes. But like, it's just Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Woodrum. So if someone underscore, searches, so if she's she's really good. She finds the handles. Which yeah. one do you want them to use? She, I was thinking, like, should I change my handle or just keep it at Woody B like that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just fuck with that. Or I was just going to change it to just my name, which would be... Whatever. Yeah. Because when you search for your name, the handle comes up. The handle up. comes up. Yeah. So Instagram is Jordan Woodrum underscore. Uh, TikTok is Woody B like that. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I actually get kind of a kick out of, like, how fast we can, like, blow someone up. So how many followers are you on TikTok? TikTok? Oh, like 30. Like 30 followers. I have like two TikToks. Yeah, so it. we'll get you to 3,000 like easy. You got to show them the technique and everything. Yeah, so yeah, we have a to... whole thing we do here. So it's like we don't film ever with the front camera. It's always the back, always camera. The back camera. So you can't even see how you look. Okay. You're just like, it's like a laser coming out of this good lens. It's yeah. a better lens anyway. And we just, you know, we just talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, we're just, so what do you think? But what about like the zoom in and zoom out? Exactly. Well, I mean, I could zoom in on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's like, whatever. We do that shit in post, but we'll show yeah. you all this, all the, all the, all the, all the. The the trick is you can't see yourself. So you can't like judge or, you know, yourself. I feel like it's less looking in the camera too. You don't you look in I mean? the camera. Well, you're never looking. Oh yeah, you're filming or you're looking. Yeah, but you don't yeah. see yourself. Yeah. Right. So what I what I always notice is like, I'll, I'll I'll be filming right, and I'll be like, so I use this side of the camera. So what I always notice is people will look at what, like you're seeing how I look. Yeah. But I can't see how I look right now. We just did a podcast with Jordan. He's gonna be the new night manager. We're I'm really stoked. I think you're gonna fit right in, and uh, Billy obviously and. And if you got an injury, you can come boogie boarding with us, you know. Oh, when my foot heals? Yeah. Yeah, for oh, sure. You, oh, it's your foot. Yeah, okay. it's my foot. So, but pretty soon I'm going to be out there for sure. 
I know surfers hate the they call them we used to call them spongers. Yeah. They hate they hate I mean, the spongers, but I'm I'm just gonna sponge because I want to get in the water and I don't want to risk there, I don't want to risk popping my knee out. Yeah, don't Jordan do would. Oh wait, Jay Woody. Uh, right. So if I'm good night, everybody. I'm gonna make a salad when I get.